God richly bless you. Mijidi se enyimrenso nyamia ya adum. Nsiono atopa ekwanso enye na at least uwoti miaba. Nti nyami unshrao. Nyami adum so okasa wafono so nyami ene ene na bedru ewa sumbiemu. Onye abusia enyina. Na ansana yebetu ya suno mepe recap what we learned on Monday and Tuesday. Alice, Monday, what was the topic? Monday, what did you buy? Yes. Who was here on Monday? Oh, Munkano Krena Abonsam Neniu. Speak the truth and shame the devil. Okay, Deacon Asari. Deacon, okay, leadership example. Wa Fimpo. Monday, Ubai, Anawama. But you want me a late Kakra. But say Ubai, Ubedra, and Sana Yakasa. But you are. Topic, no. what was the topic? Okay, Deacon to Deacon, baton. <laughs> Deacon, Asari. My marriage, my worship. That was the general way. Now, again, and I am a man of Monday, yes. Pastor Kasafa, intimacy in marriage. Wonderful. Ena oma Genesis. Mese ba kope. Okay. Namishra. Enra, what was the topic? Enra, fakoma abiga, abiga kwatin. But Enra, I can trust in marriage. Trust in marriage. Mia, wana tunche Deborah. Very good. And now I'm Hey. Okay, Monday, Obai. Did you come on Monday? Yes. What did you pick out of Monday's teaching? So we spoke about intimacy in marriage, and, he, and she said that if you submit to the authority of God, for your husband, for you submitting to your husband will be easy. So when we submit to the authority of God, it will be easy for us to submit to our husbands and our husbands loving us as well. Thank and you. that is good. Yes. You're a good student. And that is a challenge that we have, the submission. Especially our sisters, Moko School Adrechi, Mabomu PhD. Ebukra Bemanokra, and the signature or Tom Prente. You don't want to submit. But when you don't submit, there will not be peace in the house. I pray that God will grant us grace to submit. Amen. Yes. Merimano, Munkasai. Yes. What did you hear? What did you learn? Um, I also heard, um, she said something about forgiveness. That you trust yourself. To, um, before you, you, um, you say you will not forgive someone, you have to sit down and recap what you have done. Are you, are you so perfect to the extent that you are not going to forgive someone? Whoever hasn't um, sinned before should cast the first one, is what she said. So 
um, you have no reason to um, not forgive somebody, especially in the um, confines of marriage. Yes, who can ask something to forgiveness? Fama Edansia. Regarding forgiveness, no, not or case um, Christo ni wo on the cross. Emra ni paya na yakaya kadi ni ni omamudi ni yina no. One of the last words or kind is say, "Ija fachon omu ni mni omu ye." Inti ebi krampa obi ohanuma. But in a relationship, if you cry on Jin to Mumpose or your Bonnie, but we need to forgive because you cannot even over forgive beyond what Christ has forgiven you. Amen. Wonderful. My Adepa, much as some of your good students, Nami Unshra Munina. Yeah, Monsha Delhi Papers, Delhi Graphic. Times. Some painful, yeah. You're doing a bahano. Oh, qua, you pay. One to your crowd, thousand, ten, thirty-four, ten million, ube to ya. I'm telling you, Uncle Bohart, so call the program, ube to ya. Or yet talk, ube to ya. Now, sometimes, by the grace of God, you invite your moha, moon, say, be a normal, say. As I say, Omoba, you invite him to Omoba, but say, open say, you enrich your marriage. If you, any other thing that you want to do, you must always add on. Until there is this figure of speech, the more I learn, the more I know how little I know. Until say, Ube Wunu, we must continually to work, to learn. Our enemy, all the time, you must refresh the marriage. Aha, uh until -huh. say, it is not only about prayer, prayer. Aha. Uh -huh. Because, oh, come program, sir. Oh, the minimum. 500 Ghana City. Just about two hours or even less than an hour. You pay. And Mr. Bibri said, a bassa say a tune, sir, Fred, which are for some more buyer And I'm the door and same coin. But what I say, aha. Obibajin say, oh, I don't know for in-house speakers. But at least once in a while, you also need to sit down and receive from others. And you have to say, Frank, whether rain or shine, we must come. Aha. Amen. And you may say, you have to say, so, you have to say, you have to the speaker for tonight, by name, Mr. Isaac Omari Crantin, the founder and executive director of Save Marriage Foundation, an NGO that seeks to equip married couples and singles as well. He is also the convener of Marriage Connect, Family Connect, and Singles Connect, all flagship programs of that foundation. Watro Uma Bibri. Current Christ made to last. Or you'll be so Okasa workshops, baby, Effa, Escahon, Effa, Awaria, 
Efa ekwan youthful yefa so enyi na ono so aye adwuma bank for over 27 years and waye adwuma pe ewo SG SSSB waye adwuma Fidelity Bank and asesia Consolidated Bank of Ghana na waye member of the church, of, of the of the member of the church board and head of the family enrichment ministry of ICGC Upper Room Temple. He's married, an entrepreneur, and God has blessed him with three wonderful children. Tonight, I have the singular honor to invite onto the podium Mr. Isaac Omari Granton. You want to put your hands together for the Lord. Let's fill first, second, third. I think we are scattered. Ah, please. I know, You come. But you are not going to be able to do it. You are not going to be able to do it. But Becky, you are not going to be able to do it. Yes, you are not going to be able to do it. My brother, Abed, Brenim. What hot all right. All right. Thank you so much. Let's put our hands together and celebrate the Lord. Let's do it better for Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Before we start, I just want us to enter into a time of worship briefly. And then we'll get into other matters. Can we use this?
it one more time. Hallelujah. for tonight. Thank God for how far he has brought you. Tonight you want to be the fertile grounds for his word. Declare that over your life right now. That God may I become the fertile grounds for tonight. I want to listen to your word. I want to be a doer of the word. Declare that over your life. We, we have heard about the parable of the sower. Some fell by the roadside. But for you, you are going to be the fertile grounds for tonight. Declare that over your life. I want to be the fertile ground for tonight. Tonight, I will be the fertile ground. Father, we thank you. Tonight, we are in your presence. For in your presence, there is fullness of joy. We ask that may we hear the oracles of God. May we hear from you and not from man. I declare tonight that you will lead us and you will show us the way. And we ask that may your word come in season to motivate, to influence us, to change our minds and to bring renewal to every facet of our lives. We ask that may you start with us, Lord, and may you see us through to that beautiful and a perfect end. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. Put your hands together and let's celebrate Jesus. And please take your seats. Okay. Stay with me. Good evening. I'm, I'm so excited and happy to be here tonight. I want to thank the leadership of um, the church and the organizers and all who put this program together. Tonight, 
I, I trust that God is taking us somewhere. Amen. And in our quest to have and to see successful marriages, God is building us up so that we will not disappoint him, but we will live up to expectation and do the needful. Amen. For those of you who are not married here, this is an opportunity for you to learn. Can I see all those who are single in this house? Okay, but we're going to talk about some critical issues. And I expect that we will listen and listen good. Bible says, and I think Romans 15, 4, it says, for, for, us, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning. It is there to help us to learn and to learn very well. Amen. So the theme for um, the conference is keeping faith in Christian marriage. And we are using the acronym F-A-I-T-H. And thankfully yesterday, um, on Monday you had intimacy and trust. And then today we are dealing with fidelity. Fidelity. Are you here with me? Okay. So, over the past 12 months, as a counselor, I've been faced with a lot of problems, marital problems. But in the midst of it all, there is one that stands out. It means that that particular challenge is all over the place. And for your information, I'm not referring to issues outside the church. I'm talking about issues in the church. And that has to do with fidelity and infidelity. In fact, I am highly devastated with the current statistics that we are seeing in the area of infidelity. And it speaks to the fact that there is something we are not doing right in that area. Today, many families are still struggling to deal with wives who want to pay back their husbands by sleeping with other men. Hmm. Are you here? Until we have gotten to the point where say oyiri bufua, na so oko striker, na so ne bufu manechea, she can decide that men from Mobiu, the men Mobiu from. We've gotten to a point in our lives where husbands can't keep their flaps up. Am I saying something? Just said they be on the flap, no, from ever ready and ever ready to go, and they are willing and able to clear anything that comes across them, anything under skirt. For our single adults, men go Some of you, you have three or four contestants, and we are not talking about just having contestants, but you are firing undercover. Am I saying something? And so the level of promiscuity is so high. You meet a young lady in church, a young guy in church. Oh, Charlie, I am for you alone. You are my beloved. You are my sister. We will be getting married. But behind you, there is another face. There is another person. You think that you are in charge. Unfortunately, you are not. Then only for you to realize that, Charlie, you are not in charge. There is someone else. You see the league table, you think you are, you are on top. You are leading the chart. Only to get the fact that you are the 10th on the list. And so it's becoming a problem. We have singles who are married. 
Singles were there, almost married. When you go to the campuses, it is serious. Campus, almost it is so been in a year in the I don't know the difference between the married and the single now. Hmm. The way you are looking at me, I will say it anyway. And so I have received a lot of unwarranted messages from especially wives. Husbands, I'm telling you, everything you do, they see it on your phone. Because we do not give them access to our phones, they have a way of getting access to our phones. Then they will send me a screenshot of the conversation between the husband and another girlfriend. Hi, baby, sweetheart, when can we meet again? When can we take it from where we left off the last time? I enjoyed it. Can we continue the next week? Is Mama G around? So that is the girlfriend asking the husband whether the wife is around. Mami jata And so, unfortunately, sometimes we think that, oh, this is something that is far away from us. But I am sorry to this, say this, it is in the church. It is in the church. As a counselor, I get to hear the issues all the time. The man is married, he's firing. The woman is married, Nibuefu, she is firing. The singles, they are having their own time. Now in church, if you don't have any mechanism to check the young men and the young women, we need to be don't look at me like that. So even in church, I am sorry to say this, some of our elders and deacons are all involved. The other day someone told me about, uh, it's more like a tolly. He said an elder, they call him Elder Safo. Not in this church, the other church. Elder Safo went to town. And Elder Safo saw a beautiful young girl. For information, Elder Safo is married. And all of a sudden, Elder Safo, a elder, not to her. And now, what can the numerous some episode of Pearl Ababawi? And he said everything. The lady was so quiet and shocked, looking at Elder Safo. And then at a point, the lady said, Oh, Elder Safo, me, I was sorry, but from where I sit, we hear it all the time. In three, I will say that Ocean in Suasi and Naonum Jot. So you are doing some things undercover. No one sees you. So we have problems in the church. I, for me, I won't stand here and deny it. We have problems. From the married to the unmarried, we have problems. Yeah. Are you here with me? You are still looking at me in a way. So let me take you back to what happened in the church that was in Corinth. I'm drawing you closer to the topic, okay? Are you getting it? Thank you very much. So in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, Paul tells us about the magnitude of the problem in the church. And I love the way he begins that 
passage for us. He says that I can hardly believe. It is something he just can't phantom. He just can't understand. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you. That is in the church that was in Corinth. Something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. But you should be mourning in sorrow and in shame. Hey, keyboardies, you have left me. So I don't know. There was a young man in the church that was in Corinth, and I I don't know. Maybe Papa, no And the son said, "No, father, this one is not good for you. This is something for the young men. You are old. You can't manage it." And so, in the same church, a son and a stepmother were having an affair, and nobody. Could talk about it. Let me tell you if you want to list the top three causes of divorce in our nation here, one of them is infidelity. I love it in Ghana. You see, when, when you think you have something and somebody else is riding on the back of that thing more than you, in Wonkeke, Nano no be born, you must say, but sometimes it, it becomes a problem. And I hear that 40% of marriages facing divorce as a result of infidelity and sex-related issues. And it is so high in the churches. So, so, so high. So tonight, we want to look at that problem of infidelity. Fidelity Turn around is infidelity. Are, are you with me? Sure. So we'll look at it from that angle and we'll draw it down to where we want to get it done. So we'll be looking at the example of a bird in scripture. That will give us an example of what we're talking about. And then we'll look at the worrying statistics. And then we'll look at the causative factors. What causes people to tread on that path? And then we'll look at the, the, the theme for today, how to keep fidelity in our marriages and relationships. Amen. I hope the foundation is good enough. So, in Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 11, Bible talks about a certain beautiful and wonderful bird. And that bird is the eagle. Say the eagle. Sure. Bible says that in 32 11 says that like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hoovers over its young that spreads its wing to catch them and carries them aloft it gives us a vivid description of how the eagle laughs how the eagle parents and how the eagle you know um, is able to develop its family life and takes it to the next phase we may not have time to do all that but there is one particular attribute or feature of the eagle I want us to catch tonight. Before we get to the main point, let me take you somewhere so you understand where we are coming from. So the eagle believes in the principle of scrutiny. Scrutiny basically means to search. 
It means that I want to find out. It means that you, you want to inspect. It means that you want to examine. It means that you want to study, you want to analyze, and you want to be sure that that thing you are talking about is indeed the real thing. Are you with me? Abwa okori and so opaso ye bibia or tunabuasi shushimu eshasa de kuno eya de pana and sano de noa batahon. In the area of relationship, the female eagle hardly and easily gives in to the male eagle. I'm working it. Are you following me? We'll get there. So, when the female eagle sees that the male eagle is following it, it will move away, rather, and find out whether indeed she is the target or not. Are, are you with me? And you know, walking away until such a time when the female eagle knows that I am the target. Ladies, are you getting the concept? So you don't give in just on day one. They move away until they follow them. Obey follow us till they get to the point where the, the female eagle realizes that there's someone interested in my life. It doesn't end there. But the female eagle wants to be sure. The female eagle wants to scrutinize, search, analyze, examine, and have a critical observation of the male eagle to be sure of something. So at that moment, the female will pick up a stick or fight and you know eagles can soar very high. Or and then they will leave the stick. When they leave the stick, I don't know how they do it, but they have some seconds for the male to pick the stick. If the male fails to pick the stick within that stipulated seconds, you have you have been disqualified. Hmm. I love it. I'm working it, so follow me. And now, when the male is able to pick it, you have passed, but it is not the end of the matter. So they will, they will take another stick and leave it. So you go back and forth. Remember, you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until the female eagle becomes satisfied that you are the man. And then, the next week, they are sleeping together. For some of them, their agenda is one week. Am I alone here? One week. One week. But the female eagle takes time. So they'll test the commitment of people. They want to be sure that indeed you are who you say you are. And that is why the auditors say, in God we trust. All others we verify. As for God, we trust him. I'll verify. I want to be sure. And that is the lifestyle of the eagle. So it can't be like the life of Samson. Samson, in the land of the Philistines. And then he says that, you can't just see and say, I want to marry. No, you must check. You must scrutinize. You must examine. You must analyze to be sure that this is exactly what it is that you want. Are you following me? So the female eagle, no, award that lifestyle that I want to be sure before you become part of my life. Are you there with me? So after you have passed the test and the female eagle is now satisfied, then the marriage will start. Ah, I love the bed. At 
that moment, she's okay. Because she knows that when they start, they are not going to end. Are you here with me? There is no turning back. So that leads me to our topic for today, fidelity. Now let me tell you, another principle of the eagle is fidelity. Fidelity is a Latin word, fidelitas. And it means being faithful. Tonight, we are looking at it in the context of sexual faithfulness to your spouse and to your partner. I know that we have gone beyond emotional infidelity. So I want to talk about unfaithfulness. And I love the definition, extramarital relationships. And so the eagle has an amazing characteristics. They understand our vows. Till death do us part. Ah, this is the amazing part. Once they get connected, it is for life. What I say? Once they get connected, it is for life. There is no infidelity with the eagle. In fact, we are told that they never cross any other bed until they lose a partner. Ah. I'm talking about the eagle. And I hear that there are other species of eagle. If they lose a partner, they don't even connect to another. Are you here with me? Are you learning something tonight? Such fidelity is rare in human beings. We're going to stay together for life without having any other person come between us. Mm. Father, have mercy. It is scary. Can you imagine a wife telling me that if my husband doesn't improve? Are you getting me? Are you understand what I'm talking about? A wife told me in the face that if he doesn't improve, I will find a competent and an able man to finish the work for him. I'm serious. And I am not talking about an unbeliever. As I'm not adding. That is where we are heading towards now. That a man is unable to fire as required. And the wife is saying that she's tired of a man who can't live up to expectation in the bedroom. And that if it continues in that direction, she will find someone else. Let me just throw some statistics at you. It says that 59% of male and 54% of female admit to committing infidelity in any relationship they've had. So five out of ten for men and women, they say the competition the more adding. They've all committed infidelity in any one relationship or the other. 22% male, 14% female have strayed at least once during their married lives. So let's say three and two once in their married lives. I love this one. 
percentage of men and women who admit to having an affair with a co-worker is 46%. Hey, you know, we call it office romance. Now it has become church romance. Meka, maka. And I'm in kai. Maka. Hey! Are you buried in church? At our place, yes, you have a registered relationship because you are registered relationship now. One should be fine, you so. Because you see, if we don't register, until say Are you hearing me? Okay. So there is Kwame in the church. Kwame is a nice guy. And then Kwame connects to Ama. And Amma can talk about it. So she's quiet in the church. Hey, So what we are doing is that we need to register our, our relationship. You are not married, yes. Let's know. Say any more or be or this and be any demon will come up. I can say, hey, suffer, suffer, mommy. Quite a person, so yate. Then after two months, now I'm a swabber. The same name comes up. So it is important that even in church, yes, any year, 38% of men and women admit to infidelity on business trips. Me too quiet, me name a business partner. You're called Dubai Abba. Hey! Now, my baba, I couldn't call you soon. Oh, Dubai, no boarding, the girlfriend catching his own, or any uncle called Dubai Abba. I'm saying, hey, Uncle Ben, or no, could Dubai Abba. Suddenly, it wasn't the uncle. Oh, soon, Bemba also said, Mamma, Mamma, yet Nadia called, or Bidia called with check tickets at the Nakotina Dubai. Obidio girl, a two quiet, Naya. It becomes more, more, more annoying when you know that Charlie Onipakuno, you can't compete with the person because only plane tickets. No problem to meet here. Obi dia ko, wade ko, wade wafako. Asam no anu moshio. Okay, muntiye we. This one is is the best part. I say seventy four percent male. And 68% female said that they would have an affair if they knew they would never get caught. So when you say yeah, she won't go out there, Charlie, they go do them. I I want to caution our singles tonight. You see, sometimes. Why in Shane year you'll be doing some of these things gradually, it becomes part of your life. That is why I tell the young men and young women if you learn to keep yourself away from this problem in marriage, it becomes part of your life. So you can you, you know how to restrain yourself. 
abosumi mienu se bibia mfa wo ho a onto hey this is obi wife to be oh a wife to be two weeks you can't hey into kunu to kwen ko dubai and also ko america e kwaye the masters for one year one year 18 one year and uh, uh, 12 whatever what are you going to do two months won't mean now asamaba And for some of you young men and women, you are playing with fire. You know why I say that? Some of you have mastered in the game of I call it outer course. What's the opposite? Intercourse. So some of you, you have mastered the game of outer. No inter. Mate. So for you, there is nothing like penetration, and in your mind you are okay. So you do the outer. So they will kiss, they will fumble, they will do a miamiaism and all that. And you think that, oh Charlie, because there's no penetration, I'm fine. One of these days. One of these days. I mean, my Baba will be a friend of what brought me here. I feel So let's move away from, from that. And also idea And for our singles, I've heard I've heard um, especially in your man almost say um, as for me, I don't do married men. What do you do? You do single men. Okay. Just say, Obi kunu diye, eh, nye 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 nye, but mrantene diye, ye, Obi abere. And you know, was there not an entry? I don't like the way you're looking at me. Was there not an entry? I am comfortable. My sons are here. The one who sang, the photographer there, they are my sons, so I'm comfortable. Pa. So for you, you think that the, ah, that the married man was there not an entry? The single guy was there not an entry? And uh, that one is a different entry. Uh, Anna, there's a different route. Is the act wrong or the person doing it that makes it wrong? I, 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 I'm lost. And the people have a degree in singles. And they are very Hey, who's sharing it? Hey, Debbie. I'm not So gradually, we have to move away from all this. There are mindsets that if you don't work on them, it will gradually push you into that behavior when you finally get married. I know guys who have bought condoms in their rooms, one packet. So long as it is protected, I am safe. Hey! So
it, it's an issue. There's a young man I met who is married. I wanted to buy something from him. He later became a very close friend. I buy it from him and the other day I was advising him. He said, oh, as for him, if you are age 25 and above, that is a hard no. That is a husband's mindset. So for him, 25 and below, that's the pass mark. This is a survey I checked on the night. Though it's, it took place in the United States of America, we can also have a fair idea of how it affects us here. It says that 55% of male respondents cheated on their spouse with five or more people, 55%. 50% of female have also cheated with one person. So still the men are in the comfortable lead. 32% of men met the person they cheated with online. Either through social media or a dating service. 22% of women met the person they cheated with in some sort of social gathering. A party. And I say a previous relationship. Or it happened during a time when the wife was vulnerable. And that week, there's a young guy in the office who is giving her attention. Hey, Ama, and that dear, what Hey, why should you make reference to the husband? And because she's also upset, eh, Mama, dear, sir. And then gradually, gradually, a wife, wife will cross the line. And you can easily cross without knowing. Zebra crossing him near the oko. And 28% of women said the cause of the affair was due to lack of emotional satisfaction. A man be brave. So if you're unable to help deal with this particular problem, we have problems. Take me to the next slide. Okay. So former relationships are a key. It may trigger infidelity. The highest is online. Now people do a lot of stuff online. Then we have social setting or social circles. These days, old school reunion. Hey, hey, hey. Reunion, reunion. Now I'm for reunion. No. Because in school for so many years, after 28 years, then you finally meet the chick. Say, wow, you haven't changed. Hey, and you are the same. Hey, you two the same. Oh. Hey, Charlie, we have to meet. We have to meet. Hey, okay, can we meet? Say, hey, Charlie, you remember those days? Say, yes, I remember. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> I think we can reactivate the account. Are, are you with me? So, it is a problem. I pray we can finish this today. There is always a problem. So I just want us to look at the causative issues. 
Let me tell you, and I'll speak to the wives. These days, sex cannot be a tool for punishment. You can't use sex as a tool for punishment. If you have a problem with your wife and she tells you that, Ube who? The singles. So you have a problem with your wife and she said that you will see, you will see. That you will see all means that I'll, I'll punish him. Hey! <laughs> Nobody will see anything. You, you will see it yourself. And for some of you, you think that you are married to believers, so all is well. Hmm. Some of you wives, you think that you are married to a deacon or suffer, so you think that eh, I'll punish him. He won't go anywhere. Who told you? Who did that? For a lot of people, they use sex as a tool for punishment, even for men. So me and me and who did you call me? So I the office. No, we not on the So you see a nice lady. We some small boy, Jimmy Fobi. Or or And you are home as a man and say, "As for me, I won't do anything. Don't do anything." I'm not saying that. It's the right thing to do, but we're looking at why it is happening. So please don't let us use that one as a tool for punishment. It won't work. Are we on the same page? Hmm. I've talked about the point two already. And number three, when there's boredom, boredom, boredom in the bedroom it can happen this year is my 25th anniversary in marriage and I can tell you for a fact that if you don't work on boredom hmm, at a point it becomes so something else what did I make an answer if you have been married for 2 years 3 years you understand what I'm talking about 25 years. I'm sure some of you here, you've crossed 25. Now, I So you need to take the bottom out of it. Else, you have problems. Hmm. When someone feels unappreciated, a lot of them will just skip over. Issues involving body image and aging. Some people marry because of their physical appearance. And today the lady is slim, nice looking, per his standard. Then tomorrow, uh, body don't hire some way. And then in the process, he looks out for another body. These days, ladies, you know, you gym now, you're wild. Be your world. Why you say a soccer noma or the word So everybody is working it out. And I'm a boy. 
You are working it out. You want to keep your husband. You want to keep your wife. So everybody is doing something. Long distance relationship is another big problem. Okay, I don't know, but it's an issue. There's one slide I want interested in statistics. I'll try and be very fast so we can finish this. Because tomorrow we have another long journey. Yeah. So, in all this, watch this. 52% through their electronic devices. They be a minya message. That she will be. Now, screenshot near their mommy. It comes to me. And I'm telling the husbands, our wives, they have a way of getting the information. You can't lie. 52%. 13% will be another person. I call them Lapo. Lapo for you to see 13%. So let us be mindful of the consequences. <laughs> in some way, you see, whenever you are caught in this act, first thing that happens to your relationship is that it affects trust. can trust Whenever you are caught in an illicit affair, that is it. For some people, it would take years for them to trust you. I remember. When I was working in Sunyane, now a branch had been in the yard and took us a quarter two minutes. Obey and Yamas is here. And then at the point, even when he comes home a minute after a certain time, my minister of social said, "On Friday, I'm going to come here." You see them, you hear them struggling in the room. There's no longer trust. And the emotional stress you go through, what is happening to her? What is happening to him? You can't sleep. You are imagining things. Are we, are we on the same page? Sometimes it can even affect other lives, not only you. Your children will get to know that this is what happened. Your friends and people around you. It only does not affect you, but affect other people. And for some, some people, after that issue, nothing works again for them sexually. They just can't imagine that they will connect to you again. And I know wives who insist that from that day, they will use a condom. But see, what could go Unless I walk away, test. I'm a very sure. No way. You know, you're not condom. I was in Benny. 
So it is a serious matter. Finally, it can have a serious consequences on your PNL account. How many of you understand PNL account? Uh, profit and loss. Uh -huh. If you engage in extra marital, it will surely affect your profit and loss account. You always run at a loss. So, what do we do? And that is the matter for tonight. What do we do? Let's read Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4. I'm sure we can finish this. I love the amplified version. Hebrews 13, 4. It says that let marriage be held in honor. And he explains the honor, esteemed worthy, precious, of great price, and especially dear in all things. And thus, let the marriage bed be undefiled. It must be kept undishonored, for God will judge and punish the unclean, all guilty of sexual vice and adulterers. So the first point is that let us learn to be content with our choice. Once you make a decision that this is what I, I want for my life, that is your choice. It is your decision. Like the eagle, they decide that it is for life. It is for life. And so in the midst of the tribulations, in the midst of the problems, in the midst of all the wahala, you don't forget the fact that it is for life. You make that decision. You, you are not forced to make that decision. And so be content with your choice. And that is why I love what King Solomon said. After doing all his stuff, King Solomon, I don't know about you, fool. I love it that way because he's seen it all. He knows it all. So if King Solomon is talking to you, you better listen. And I love the way it was captured in Proverbs 5, 15 to 17. It says that drink waters from your own cistern. Cistern used to be wells in those days. So it says that drink waters from your own well. And in those days, you were not permitted to move to another well to drink. So he likened it onto marriage. If this is your wife, this is your husband, drink waters from that place alone. Share your love with your wife. Why spill the water of your spring in public having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves and don't share them with other women. So he's saying a drink from your own well. Enjoy with your own wife and husband. You may be having challenges, that is another problem. But he's saying that let's make sure we take it from the same place. Number two, to be able to overcome this, you have to be disciplined. Disciplined. If you don't have that attribute in your life, you will disgrace yourself all the time. If you're a young man, young woman, married man, married woman, and you don't have this as part of the virtues in your life, you have a problem. Because, you see, the fact is that there are nice things around. 
I've been in the banking industry for almost 27 years. And I'm telling you that there are nice things around. Every day we see them. So if you do not have your controls and issues of discipline intact, you have to be disciplined in the corporate environment. You have to be disciplined in church. You have to be disciplined. Else, you will destroy and disgrace yourself. I remember the first time I started work, I saw a, a manager, a nice man, elderly man, married man, so quiet, so unassuming, very eloquent. And, ah, so one day I told the ladies, hey, you, you ladies are blessed though. You have a nice manager, so eloquent and calm. Say, hey, Papa and what is uh, what has eloquence got to do with the, the matter? Just say, I'm up one year office one now. This man, to the extent that when new ladies come to the office, they have to warn them. Discipline. I know of a particular company. I won't mention the name. When the national service girls come, omuku omuso. Young ladies, please keep it locked. Are you with me? Yes. And your commodity, I did When they come, no selection. I'm off for your world. And they will surely finish and get it. But we must ensure that they meet their meter one of these days. Discipline. So they've given them names. You don't know that the moment the manager comes out, no, hey, let's be disciplined. First Corinthians 9 27. I'll finish right now. It says that, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. I don't need I call it L-A-M. Look admire and move on. Yes. Hey, Master, say, if you can't tie this thing that is in front of you, so sometimes we look, we admire, there's nothing wrong. We say, wow, this is good. It ends there. For some people, they look, they admire, and they pursue. They overtake. So let's keep it clean. Let's develop self-control. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 gives us that encouragement. It says that no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out for you. It is possible. It is possible. I have a young man. He was struggling with sex. Then I talked to him over and over and over again. Then the other day he called me. He said, Mr. Murray, can you believe it? For six months, I've gone without sex. And he was so excited about the fact that for six months. And I said, yes, you can do it. If you can do six months, you can do one year. It is possible. Ah, Joseph lived with Mary for the full term of the pregnancy. Joseph said that 
because of that period, I will not do anything with Mary. And before there was nothing, during there was nothing, and after, I'm sure after cry, a man, how many months? So before, no way. After, no way. Or we and how many months now, Yamano? Six months. Hey, multi more day. Six months. Bema baby day. But Joseph, Joseph went through all that. Joseph went through all that. It is possible. Tell your neighbor it is possible. It is possible. Again, let's let's let's. Oh, I love this one. You see where the bone is. <laughs> Develop self-control. Let's move on. Now you must feast on the word of God. We are almost through now. Feast on the word of God. It means that let the word of God dwell in you richly. If you are empty, anything will take you out, will knock you out. So fill your heart with the word of God. Bible says that for the word of God is alive. Say alive. The thing is not dead. So if it is on the inside of you and it is alive and it, says that it is active, it is not dead. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It can cut from both ends. You have that on the inside of you. It penetrates even the, even to dividing soul and spirit. Joints and marrow. Can you imagine that? Joints and marrow, no? Let me give you an example. You see, when you sometimes the he says that the word of God can penetrate anything like that. So if you have the word of God on the inside of you, you, you have a head start in life. And that is why the psalmist said that your word have I hidden in my heart so that I will not sin against you. So I will feed on the word of God. I will feast on the word of God. And I will put that on the inside of me. If you are empty, anything will attract you. You need to be filled with the word. And that is why scripture says that we must allow it to dwell in us richly. It's also important. Again, be friendly, but be firm. For our young men and, and women in this house, I grow the video, but don't allow people to cross the line. When they cross the line, let them know that Charlie, you can't cross it. Are you with me? And that is why Joseph could work as a good boy in Potiphar's house and still have the audacity to, to tell Madame Dachale this one, it can't happen. Yes, I will serve you. I will do everything. Yes, but there are things I will not do. So you have to be friendly, but in the midst of that one, you also have to be very, very, very firm. Are we getting it? So we move on. And then again, please ensure that you don't dare others. Let's move to the next one. Don't dare others and avoid any flirtatious conversations. I usually hear people play with words. Like, hey, you don't try me. Oh, hey, don't try me. If you try me, me, the thing I'll do to you. And then gradually it builds up. It happens in the offices. People are so close 
And they say, hey, you don't, if you cross my line, hey, if you do the me, hey, that, you don't know, eh? then gradually you are building it up. Avoid moving in that direction. And then again, do not trust yourself. Bible says that if you think that you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 12. Let's move faster. We are almost ending now. And then you also have to make a personal decision ahead of time. Sure, I love this one. So make that personal decision that one, maybe I'll keep my virginity. I'll be faithful to my vows. I will set godly boundaries. Have something that will guide you in life. So that when you come face to face with a problem, there is something that will check you. If you don't have standards, you don't have controls, anything can infiltrate your camp. Are you getting me? I was soon be a bad boy. Then if something is coming contrary to that thing you have said you won't do, then you can know that, oh, okay, I said I won't do this. But for some of us, there's no plan. It means anything goes. And so I love the example of the Rechabites. It says that, and I, and I got before the sons of the house of Rechabites, pots full of wine. They were giving wine to drink, and they told them that, look, we can't do it. We can't, because it's something we, we, we have been told, and we have decided that we're not going to go back to it. You should have something that guides you. Avoid meeting up obscure places. There are places you shouldn't go to. There are some movies you shouldn't watch. Else, it can create problems. Then be alert to all the warning signals. Be very alert. Bible says that a prudent man foresees evil and takes precaution. But the simple looks on and is punished. I love the contemporary English version. It says, when you see trouble coming... Okay, let's read this together. Can you see it? Okay, let's go. When you see... Be smart and hide. Amen. Then finally, you need to pray about this. It's a serious matter. I think it's a good time for us to be on our feet to pray as we end our session for today. I want you to commit yourself into the hands of God tonight. Let's all be on our feet. That the Lord will guide you. The Lord will guide you.